Yeah, yeah, I know her. She's hot, but she's super high maintenance. Laney. Is that the girl that does the finger guns? Yeah, I went on a Zoom date with Laney and she made fun of my height for 30 minutes. Who does that? If you're not a quarterback that's 6'7 and you're not The Rock, you don't got a shot. My name is Laney Erickson. Welcome to my sometimes disastrous but always entertaining journey where I bring on new guests every week to get a male perspective on all things dating. And who knows, maybe I'll even find my Mr. Right. This is Looking for Love with Lainey. Welcome to Looking for Love with Lainey. I've got a couple great guests today. How are you guys doing? Feeling great. Just chilling out here in the berg. All right. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves, starting with Ethan? What's up, guys? I'm the new guest, Ethan Eilertson here. Um, super stoked to be here, and I'm a smooth dude, if you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> you guys already know me, JJ Lemming. I was here last episode. Trying to make it, trying to make it come back for a third one. <laughs> well, yeah. So those of you who did listen to last week's show, which was all about flirting, you'll recognize that JJ Lemming is back with us, and he had to have. We had to have JJ back because today's show is all about hookups. And last week, his roommate Riley kind of let us in on how much action JJ gets, and apparently, the guy's a machine. No. So we definitely <laughs> wanted him back. And there is no doubt he will have a lot to add to this hookup conversation. And I'm also excited we get to have Ethan with us today. Whoop, yeah. whoop. Uh, Ethan is one of my favorite people. We met freshman year, and I can confidently say that Ethan is probably the first actual dating expert that we've had on the show. He's been in a long-term relationship for how many years? Five, coming up on six in September. Uh-oh. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, so we actually have a guy that knows what he's talking about on the show today. Very exciting. So he can be our Yoda and hopefully can whip JJ and I into shape and steer us in the right direction so we don't end up uh, old and alone we with cats. tips, man. You guys will go from looking for love to finding love today. Ooh. Ooh perfect <laughs> guest for our show. <laughs> JJ, I was thinking about this, and I want to know your thoughts. Um, we should probably make one of those friendship packs. That if we're both single when we're in our, like, 40s and it's looking pretty bleak for us, we'll end up getting together so we can have kids before we shrivel up and die. What are your thoughts? So down. Oh, I... So down. You're way too cute not to get a, not to get a husband, though. Oh, JJ's flirting. Was that flirting? I was trying. Did oh, you work? did a really good job. No, that's kind of... You usually kind of friends on me, so I'm enjoying <laughs> this flirting, Uh-oh. JJ. Uh-oh. Speaking of being all alone, Ethan, I don't know if you remember this, but, uh... Last year, we got into a pretty deep combo where you basically told me that I was never going to meet my long-term guy here at Central. Do you remember that? I do remember this, for sure. Um, yeah, I remember at the time being like, no way, I'll surely meet someone. But I got to tell you, it's what a year over a year later now. And uh, I'm starting to think that maybe you were right. And it kind of bums me out. I think I was right, but in a good way and a way that will benefit you in the future. Oh, really? So you still stand by your statement? 100%, but not in a sense that you're going to be alone at college. You may you may have a boyfriend here and there at your time here in the Berg, but what's really going to happen and where you're really going to find your best happiness is out of Ellensburg, Washington. Oh. Love your Berg, but more opportunities outside of here. Well, welcome to the show, and I'm so glad you are here to help JJ and me, and I think we will probably need it. Oh, yeah. 
I got you guys. Now, we have to be a little careful when we're talking about hookups. Number one, because we are on college radio. And number two, because we don't want to offend anybody. Both guys and girls are ultimately responsible for what's right for them. So we just kind of want to keep that in mind as we're walking this tightrope. So keep in mind, all the opinions you hear today are just that, opinions. We hope to mainly entertain and, if we're lucky, inform a little bit. But at the end of the day, everyone should have their own opinion on what's right for them. And that's just how it should be. So today, we're going to talk all about different kinds of hookups and if certain types of these kind of arrangements are better than others when it comes to dating. And also, how often do these types of hookups actually lead to real feelings and relationships? So first thing we need to clarify is I've found the term hookup can mean different things to different people. And we want to make sure we're all on the same page here. So, guys, using baseball terms, what does the term hooking up mean to you? Like, is a hookup only a home run or can a hookup be anything physical, including first through third base? Yeah, to me, to me, a hookup's only a home run. Yeah, just the like the term itself, like a hookup is so like um, at this point in time with like our culture, it's just assumed that it's a home run. So, I mean, everyone's kind of first thought is that it is a home run, but... That is usually where the drama begins and where false information can happen to some people. So I feel like the term hooking up could be falsely assumed. Agreed, agreed. And I, so just to clarify, if we're talking kissing, you're putting that in a different category? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now that we've kind of narrowed down what kind of hookup we're talking about, I think it is really important to talk about consent because there shouldn't be any kind of hookup without consent, right? Oh, 100%. For sure. So as guys, that can probably be a little tricky. Do you guys have to flat out ask them beforehand or how do you go about getting the green light that she is all about it? I think it's just all about feel. Like there's sometimes that you may need to ask like if you literally have no idea where this is going to go. But more times than not, like you can feel out how the girl's feeling and how far she wants to take things. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ethan? Yeah, if I was to give advice down from where I currently am and like Um, being in a relationship for so long, I would just say it all comes down to comfort and just establishing that trust, whether it's you've been talking to someone for months or it's the first night you met them. I think taking a second to really communicate what's going on is super crucial, especially in like the early stages of that. Well, for me, and I know this applies to more the separate category of kissing, but for me, my least favorite thing that a guy does is when he'll stare you like straight in the eyes and be like, may I kiss you? And it just is so cringy and it takes me totally out of the mood, you know? So I have a, I kind of feel bad though because he is trying to do the right thing by asking, right? Oh yeah. So what should he do then? Should he just go in for a peck and then kind of feel? No, I have a solution, JJ. Oh, everyone stay calm. Everybody grab your notebooks. Save every guy out there (laughs) that is just stressed on this. Yes, I have the solution and I call it the 80-20 rule. So you go in 80% of the way and I'll go in the other 20 so you know you have my full support. I am for this. But I think the only issue with this, and I know guys will complain, is that, I mean, usually the 80-20 rule means that the guy does have to make the first move. Yeah. I think, I mean, if you were tuning in last episode, which you should have been, (laughs) you guys know that I do not like making the first move. But I think that I've learned on this episode and on the show that I think that I just got to kind of make the move. And if it goes my way, it goes my way. If it doesn't, it doesn't. 
Agreed. Yeah, I mean, my only question is, how do you know if it's not 80-20? Yes. So... Are Good you saying, question. like, what if the girl doesn't meet you at the 20% and so you already is... committed 80%? It can be kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I could see that being an issue. However, I think if guys just have the guts to make the first move, then most of the time it will work out in their favor. I know there are some instances that it might be a little embarrassing if you get shut down. I think what's most attractive is when a guy is confident enough to make that first move. And a lot of times that'll win me over personally. So I think if you commit that 80%, I mean, chances are I'm going to meet you at that 20. So guys looking for love with Laney, you know what to do. You do know what to do, 80%, <laughs> baby. I guess when we're talking about a full-on hookup, it gets even more complicated because that's when, as a girl, you really do have the responsibility to use your words. Like, moving the hands is a big one for me. Like, if a girl, like, physically moves your hands, I think that's when you know you're kind of at the stop sign for the night. Um, and that's kind of the boundary. If I move your hand and then five minutes later you try again, it's the results are not going to change. You know, and I think guys yeah. pull that a lot. Do you feel like girls will communicate with you what they want? I think the moving the hand is a great sign or gesture or whatever to say, hey, this is taking a little bit farther than I wanted to take right. it, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, the communication, like, it's kind of hit a little bit. Like, you can never go wrong with verbally communicating. Yeah, and would you ever get offended if, like, a girl were to move your hand? No. No. No, absolutely not. Consent. Consent's the number one thing. I think, like, the interesting part about it is just a matter of um, when that situation does arise, like, if the hand is moved, that I feel like I could see a girl having ten times more respect for that guy, even if she was uncomfortable with whatever was happening and she was just moved the hand. I think she would have more respect for that guy in the long run if he was to respect that first occurrence and just back off because then then they told you like whoa this is actually a decent guy and then this guy will actually listen to what my boundaries are agreed okay be honest jj have your hands gotten moved yeah come on now okay come on plenty of times if it's a no then i'll roll with the punches and i'll try not to get my feelings hurt but yeah like i said like it's it's all about consent and trying to feel out what the other person no that is that is very fair but there are some i would say turnoffs or things that are a little concerning one of them being and me and my roommates talk about this quite a bit one thing that i've seen a lot lately that can be a little concerning is the premature ripping off the shirt like hulk style my roomies and i call it hulking when they take (laughs) off their shirt without warning good term but is there anything that girls do that you guys aren't really into during a hookup? I'm not that picky. I know you aren't, JJ. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> if I was to answer this question, I would say that, like, just being quiet. I feel like silence is just weird. Yes. I feel like. Agreed. Yeah. Let's talk about different types of hookups. The first one is the one-night stand. JJ, I'm curious to know, have you ever had like, an awkward run-in with a one-night stand? Oh, yeah. I'd, and I'm terrible with it, too. Like, I do not know how to talk. Everything, confrontation, I hate it. So, like, if there's a time that, like, I may not want them to stay the night or whatever, I don't necessarily... You don't kick them out? There's sometimes that I do, maybe. But How do you I, do it, dude? I, just, ah, I got workouts in the morning. I, oh. I can take you home if, if you want me to. <laughs> if you want, I can take you home. <laughs> yeah, kind of answering wink. the question for them. Like, mm-hmm. you can use my longboard downstairs if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Out of your one-night stands, 
Or I guess, yeah, out of your one night stands, how many of them are you allowing or are spending the night? I'd say most of them. Most of them. Yeah. I, I don't think I've kicked. There's only been probably a handful, if that, of the, I've said those words to. Interesting. So of your percentage of hookups, how many of them are just one night? I'd say somewhere between half and three quarters, leaning towards three quarters. Wow. That kind of shocks me just because if you're having a one night stand or that first night, I'm surprised you're not hitting them up again for maybe like a late night text, something for round two, you know? Yeah. For me, like I, my emotions are a little closed off. It takes Mm. a lot to trust me. So I don't know. Like it's, it's just, it's a feel thing and. Like, maybe I can trust you, maybe I can't. If I can't, then see ya. Well, how are you meeting these girls that you're having the one-night stands with? Probably on the on the weekends, out and about in the Berg. Out and about in the Berg, not in class, not in... No, nah, never in class. Maybe Tinder sometimes. Tinder. Oh, you talked about this last time, though. I know Tinder Gold, specifically. Tinder Gold is good are you oh this is a good question for ethan actually oh, is God. he bringing home chicks from tinder are you watching jj's game john's a john's a pretty low-key guy i think and i respect that from him too because he's not a guy that's gonna flex what he did or who he was with and you never and i've never seen him bring a girl over from tinder because i don't think that's his style but no i think the cool thing about john is that he's really respectful with regardless of who he may encounter and he he just does it the right way. So props well, to John. Props to John <laughs> Jr. Loving. Thank you, man. Thank yes, you. Sir. My next question for you. Are there any rules for one night stands, spoken or unspoken? I don't know. There's no real rules. Just making sure both parties are comfortable with everything and consent. 100%. 100%. All right, Ethan, do you have any ideas for, like, rules on a one-night stand? I feel like, like, just kind of going off of what JJ said, like, um, it's interesting as far as, like, trying to, like, figure out that whole culture and, like, what it's like. And, like, John, this is, like, a question for you off of that. Like, if you could meet, like, the prettiest girl, like, 10 out of 10, just perfect, and if she's a brick wall to talk to, is that just, like, game over? Or is it like, eh, I can work with this, but dang, this kind of sucks. If she's super pretty, then it's probably not game over, but it definitely has a lot to do with how, what my mindset is about everything. So your mindset being like how long you're keeping this girl around for? Exactly. And like if I can genuinely vibe with that person or not, like if, if things aren't forced between both of us. Yeah. Um, are you less picky about your one night stands? Yeah. All right. Well, now let's get into the next kind of hookup, the late night text commonly referred to as the booty call so be honest and this question is specifically geared towards jj how often are you sending a late night text to a girl uh i don't send it too often i've definitely sent my fair share but like i just hate making that first move again like i just i don't feel comfortable trying to say hey do you want to come over blah blah blah, or whatever that text might be like i just i i try to steer away from as much as i can I don't know. I feel like that's fair because, like, it just just hearing people talk about it and just, like, the concept sounds so hard to approach. Like, it's almost like there's no way you can do it without sounding, like, creepy. Yeah. I feel yeah. like. That's, what, that's how I feel when I do, when those times that come that I do send those. I just like, oh, I don't know if I should have sent that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, Lainey, how does one properly approach this situation? Okay, I will say I always do appreciate guys shooting their shot. I think... 
for the most part, it will uh, work out in your favor. But it can be offensive if it's someone that I haven't talked to in like a long time. Oh, yeah. But uh, recently I had a friend who I got a Snapchat from and it was just the peach emoji. Wow. Like, okay, late night texts are like lazy in nature. But all he had to do is, like, string together some words, and he probably would have gotten, like, a text back. So I could have told you that's not the way to go about it. And I'm a dumb dude. Think of it like this. Think Mm -hmm. about how we were just talking about a peach emoji. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what our generation – like, we all just knew what what you were talking about because that's just what we're used to with our phones. I don't even know if I knew. I mean, I kind of knew, but – Think okay. about if we were like, would you guys do better or worse dating wise back in like the seventies with like no phones? Better. I think I would kill it. Yeah. Would you like it? Thousand yeah. percent. I would kill it. I don't. JJ, you to... do you think so? I think so. I think I'd like. I mean, now I've adapted to my phone. I don't think you would survive without Tinder, JJ. Are you kidding me? I don't. I you were just talking about hurt. how you don't make first moves. I can 70s, adapt. It was I would have adapted the in the 70s. In the 70s, I, I, are you kidding me? No, I I love oh. like the the old like high school sweetheart kind oh. of yeah. movies, like that For kind of sure. thing. Like that's I love those kind of things. I wish I grew up back then. For sure. No social media, nothing. I I wear flare pants every day. <laughs> I could so see that. I'd have a oh, long, yeah. crazy button up on every day. Half I would have, button. I would have my hair grown out so much it goes covering my ears completely, just a big afro, and I would just, I'd be killing it. You'd roll with it, you would okay? Love the 70s. <laughs> JJ, oh, yeah. going back to our little late night text. What does a late night text from JJ look like? Um, I, it's probably just a basic like, "What are you doing?" Maybe WYD even. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, i don't know like but there's no I, way you can approach it like in a slick way that's what we're trying to yeah, figure out it's like oh. all of them sound like cringe and desperate as long as you're not sending a peach emoji i think you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> but i think you need a small talk a little bit before so how do i open it up then okay first of all i think taking a picture is the move because if you're sending messages i mean the lack of effort come on you can do a little bit better you know <laughs> But, so just I mean, straight just a asking, snap with no words? No, just like, hey. Hey, how was your day? Ethan is shaking his head. Because literally none of them can work. Because think about it. In this scenario, what time is it typically when this text is sent? This is a good question. Literally what? no earlier than midnight. No way. I mean, no late night text earlier than midnight. I think I give it 11 o'clock and after. Still, I, think anything I get to... sleepy at like 9. Late, late is 10.30. JJ's oh. late night text is coming at 5 p.m. Yes. <laughs> he just finished dinner. He's yes. like, all right, I'm winding down for the night. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, but I'm curious to know, Ethan, for your side of things, because you're, I mean, you're in a different situation. Right. I mean, you're so comfortable. It doesn't, you don't even worry about it anymore, no. yeah? You yeah, don't no. You could just send the peach so emoji, jealous. huh? You yeah. could. And That's like, fine. it's crazy when you get to that point. Like, it almost seems like unfair like you're like i can literally like not necessarily say whatever you want but Mm -hmm. like it feels like it yeah because you can just talk freely speak your mind and it's just so refreshing like you don't have to hold back on anything it's it's really nice well i know you're talking about it's hard to make these late night texts sound not creepy do you have any advice for your single friends oh my gosh (laughs) this is hard i'm i feel like so i feel like we've got to scratch the hay and what's up or any like WYD anything, and okay. I feel like it's got to be something specific. You need to find an excuse. To Whether it's, uh, I wouldn't go as far as a sliding up on a story. Maybe 
if they posted that night or maybe it's I don't know it's got to be something specific and I like think maybe recalling a time or something I yes I think they recall or even like specifically if you guys ran into each other that or something that is from personal experience I think is a really good idea Definitely I think that wins a little personal touch What about a like personal touch on your what about like text. flirting almost like saying like you said pretty like what if I said hey you look really pretty tonight you need to warm up to that I think okay. okay I need I think you need to as Ethan said throw in the personal touch of like an experience I guess seeing her being pretty was an experience but throw in the personal touch and then get into you look really pretty today which I do like before you ask her to come over I okay. do like that move to be step number two Okay. I, I think gotcha. you leave step number three, which is the actual invite, till after you've you've laid the groundwork a little bit. Ooh. So and then mm-hmm. for step three of the invite, mm-hmm. is it? I guess I'm just asking you, but you could be broad about it. Is it a hey, you come to me, or hey, can I come over? And my like, if I were to say it. Oh. Um. What's more comfortable? Yeah. True. What is like the question. preferred like go there or come here type i think everyone every girl has like a different opinion on this especially as it pertains to like living situations but i know you live in a house full of guys so i think a girl coming over to your house might be a little intimidating (laughs) yeah yeah but also you can't really invite yourself over yeah that's i think that's one you kind of have to it depends on each situation scenario um i would feel more comfortable i like i like my place i mean i would feel more comfortable at my place but I think it depends. And you also have to be careful because you can't be inviting yourself over. Yeah. That is a question that I unfortunately do have to remain unanswered because I don't know the answer to that. Okay. So, but that was a good one. I don't know. We'll feel it out. We will feel it out. Are there any late night texts that have backfired on you? I don't know about backfired, but just like left on open, which I don't like know. Like right out the gate, like what are you doing left on open? Yeah. That's like the worst possible, like outcome too so that i feel like that is considered a shutdown right would you yeah. say so john yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and it's not even like shut down like i don't feel hurt about it like you're just like oof yeah like dang mm-hmm. missed it um, shot my shot and missed <laughs> have you ever been caught like sending multiple late night texts do you send how many late night if you're sending a single late night text are you sending multiple per night i'd say that yeah i'm just sending a single one to that particular person. However, if I get shut down, I may send another one to another person. Oh, wow. You have backups. I do not have backups. It's oh, kind of what it <laughs> but sounded I like, will JJ. Con- I will continue to drain the shot. Maybe not drain it. Probably miss it, honestly. But keep shooting from half court. Ethan, have you seen any of JJ's uh, late night texts backfire or girls that have gotten offended? I'll tell you what. I've never seen any of them not be successful. That's all I'll say. Wow. So he's kind of smooth. He's just sitting over there giggling and just laughing at everything and being a funny guy. But he's <laughs> he's smooth dude. I'm not smooth. He's a smooth dude. Have girls, JJ? Have girls gotten offended by them before? I don't think so. I think the worst I've gotten is either a no or left unopened or not even open. And that hasn't stopped you. So just gotta keep shooting. You just gotta keep shooting. Miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. All right, well, let's get into our next uh, type of hookup, and that is friends with benefits. Has this ever led to a relationship for either of you guys? Uh, Yes, me, with my own girlfriend. Really? (laughs) Well, we, because we've, 
we've broken up a couple times mm -hmm. and so we've we've had those kind of like transitions and yeah I mean that just kind of naturally happens I feel like yeah, that's, that's like the best situation to get into a relationship with somebody as you start with being friends and then maybe friends with benefits and then maybe taking that next step like I think that's ideal what's the for next me. step after the benefits that's that's popping the question if you if you want to tie things down and wow okay that's girlfriend. that's different answers because I think this is like I don't know. Friends with benefits could be kind of dangerous, but does it ever backfire where one person or the other will catch feels and the other one doesn't? Yeah, it's definitely a dangerous game for sure. There's been, yeah, there's, there's numerous times with that either I haven't caught feels or I caught feels and the other party didn't ca catch feels and then it kind of gets awkward for a little bit. I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm still trying to be friends with everybody. Are there any rules when it comes to friends with benefits? Yeah, see, that's the that's the most complicated part about it is no one really knows either side. I mean, it depends where it's at, but, like, both sides are kind of like, all right, what is this? You know, when is this taking that next step or when is this not even going to be a thing anymore? And I think that's huge for friends with benefits especially, making sure that you guys are both on the same page with everything that's going on. Make sure you don't ruin that friendship to begin with. Right, because, like, one side could be like, yeah, like, we're friends with benefits, but I know we're about to be back together in a week. Versus yeah. the other side mm -hmm. is, yeah, this is this is just kind of happening, but I got three other girls I'm talking to right now. So yeah. it's like without that like conversation, it's just it never really probably ends good. Yeah. I know you guys are talking about communication, but when you're in this friends with benefits scenario, are you allowed to hook up with other girls while you're hooking up with her? Until that communication's been set and the boundaries have been placed, then I think so. Yeah, I I'd give it a I'd give it a hard no until yeah, like he said, until there's been some kind of clarity as to what's going on, definitely a no. Just to save everyone's emotions and future breakdowns, that's the best way to go is to not do that. Yeah, I'm I feel like I'm like the worst person to ask about this cuz I just know that I would catch feels and I know myself and I know it would not work out for me, but I do know girls who can pull it off and I will say I, I have seen it end, like, catastrophically far more times than I've seen it be successful. And I think the reason for that is it's just such a broad term. Like, the idea that we're friends that are hooking up, and a lot of times the specifics aren't talked about. And again, I think communication is key when it comes to friends with benefits. But I've also seen girls be like, they're totally okay with it. They're totally okay with being friends with benefits. When in reality, in their head, they're like, oh, this is so ending a relationship. Like, that's their end game. And I think that is what screws girls a little bit, is when they go into the friends with benefits and they're like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to end up in a relationship. Even though they're saying, yeah, I'm totally cool with being just friends with benefits. It's just so complex. There's no way it could ever end up working smoothly. Yeah, so you and your girl, did you guys start friends with benefits or was that like your in-between stages? No, so I started talking to her when I was like 14 years old. Wow. Yeah, so. He's it, 20 now. Everybody. Yeah, I'm 20 for everyone <laughs> listening. Um, no, so, so she was a new girl coming in. So, of course, I was like, oh, yep, need this. <laughs> like, I just knew it right away. And she shot me down hard. Like, just didn't, I, I got nervous at like some workout that she was at. I didn't even talk to her. Totally blew it. <laughs> And then it ended up not happening. But then later in freshman year, she ended up talking to her again, and it worked out. But, yeah, it started when we were freshmen in high school. 
And then the friends with benefits thing. I mean, it wasn't even called that, but it was just something that happened in like a transition, I guess, is what you'd call it when we were away from each other for a little bit and then kind of working to get back, it happened, so. So the friends with benefits did kind of work out for you, you'd say. Yeah. You're the one in a million. It did. I mean, it it was just kind of like those those moments are like, all right, like, is this worth it or not? And then you just, it's just, you can just feel it. It's just the energy and you're like, okay, this is definitely something that shouldn't be, shouldn't be given up on and definitely needs to continue. So it's definitely a feel thing. Gotcha. Well, let's transition into our next type of hookup and that is the not dating, but going out on dates, otherwise known as the hangout. Now this one is a little bit more defined. Let's just say that we're farther down the road going past the casual hookups and now you're at the point where you're actually going out on dates and you're not like dating the other person. In other words, you're just kind of hanging out. So in a case like this where there may be a little bit more interest in pursuing something that's not as casual, do you guys put off the hookup part of it or should hookups be a part of this stage as well? I think so. Like, I, I had it before. I think that it, there's got to be some kind of in- intimacy to feel the energy and feel what's going on between both of you guys and if you guys truly connect and vibe with each other. Do you think, like, hooking up has to be part of the hanging out stage? It doesn't have to be. Not like like we talked about hooking up being a home run. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a home run, but I think, like, there definitely needs to be first base to see gotcha. if, like, quote-unquote sparks fly. Sparks fly. Sparks are flying. Ethan, what are your thoughts on this one? You know, both people want to do it. Everyone's young. I mean, why not? Everyone's just trying to have fun, I guess. Would you say it's like situational depending on kind of who you're dealing with? We're talking about dates, right? Like going Mm -hmm. out on dates and then like after dates, right? Essentially. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think first date, I don't think anything should happen after. If it's the first date, I think that is straight up the figuring each other out portion of it. And then as time goes on and, you know, there's maybe more communication, I think it is something that totally should be built into someone's life if they want it. But Mm -hmm. it's up to them, yeah. What date number would you recommend if you had to put a number on it? If I had to put a number on it, I would say from like And what base are we hitting per date? So date one, date one, I think it should be like max first base. If that's like, that's like. The ma- that's like that's like the best mm-hmm. versus um, then date two same kind of thing maybe second base and then date three to five I feel like that's when the real um, decision run. yeah set, yeah home run if it does happen but like those are when the decisions get made and are time. you just, like throughout those dates are you just trying to feel the energy with each other and oh yeah building well, off of you're it you're kind of totally. interested in potentially pursuing more in this situation yeah. So, I mean, you you guys don't think that hooking up on, let's say, date number three would ruin any chances of anything more? I don't like think you can't hooking really up on up. date one would mess anything up necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it's just, again, like, just the energy and the vibe with, with everybody feeling each other out and seeing where it goes. I don't think there needs to be a rule on, no, you can't. Yeah. There's no shot of you hooking up on that first date shouldn't be said that you guys need to even get to first base gotcha so how does your strategy change at this point where you're actually like might pursue something with someone where it's not just about the hookup like do you put more thought into it do you put the hookup aspect out of it altogether those first few dates because you don't want to ruin it like what is kind of your strategy at this point i think you just try to like learn about each other more like mentally background like see where each other came from learn about each other 
like have a genuine conversation about everything that each other's been, not everything but Your to where like i can secrets. yeah exactly <laughs> like where i i know you on a personal level and that's where we get to that next stage of a hookup right like like those stages leading up to that as a hookup or a home run or whatever does happen like a person like me, like I'm super attracted and intrigued to like knowledge. Like I want to hear like your craziest theory. I want to hear the stuff you're most interested in. I want to hear you like rant about something. Like I just, I want to see that. Like I want to hear you talk and just kind of feel that connection. And like with my girlfriend, Kayla, like she's like, I could listen to her talk about her job, how hair school was and how her career is now for hours. Like it's just interesting to me because I respect so much how invested she is in her career that it's almost like motivating. So like when you hear those conversations, that definitely can spark something leading on in the future if you've kind of gone through that phase of truly, truly communicating and then everything else just kind of falls in, I feel like, after that. Ethan is totally being a Yoda right now. That's amazing, man. That was so sweet. You're so interested in what she's passionate about. I right. love that. Kayla, if you're listening, you got a good one. You got a good one. Oh, I got a good one. <laughs> oh, true. Ethan does have a good one. Yeah, I got lucky. Follow her on Insta. She's cute. Well, my next question, and this is kind of more geared towards JJ. Well, I guess this is for both of you. If the girl isn't up for hooking up at this point, is it a turnoff for you or does it pique your interest? No, it's not a turnoff. It's it, it's not. It's definitely not a turnoff. It's not a deal breaker that she doesn't want to hook up. Like if I'm genuinely want to learn about her, like what Ethan was saying, and just listen to what her story is and what she has to say, then I could. I don't care if we don't even touch each other. Like hold our hands. Like I like. It's just again like all about feel and vibes and word of the day is feel. I guess. Uh, are you a big hand holder? I can hold a. I can hold a good hand. Aw, what is a good hand? Is there bad hands? <laughs> uh, no. Maybe. Okay, okay, okay. Kinda. That's cute. No, I love the holding hand thing. All right, give me your thoughts, Ethan. As the guy, if you are super into this girl and you're, like, willing to, mm -hmm. like, put in that time to get to where you essentially want to be in the future with whatever that is, I think that is a big prove-it stage for you, whether it's a week, four weeks, a couple months of, like, truly pulling out your best bag of tricks of, cool date ideas, um, surprising her, uh, long texts, you know, just stuff like that to show and really like solidify your stance with her that you're, you're around. And like just those little things will progressively make that transition in, into that next level stuff like so much more smooth. That separates you from the pack. Essentially. Yeah, try to stick out from the pack. I yeah. Gotcha. So how long are like... Okay, let's say you're hanging out with a girl. You guys aren't dating, but you're hanging out. At what point are you starting to get concerned that you're not hooking up? I don't know if I'm ever, like me personally, I'm never concerned if I'm hanging out with a girl that we're not hooking up. Like if I'm hanging out with you, that means I genuinely like being around you and like your presence. And I genuinely want to be your friend and know more about you. It's like, it's not about, like, if we're hanging out, it's not about hooking up at all. Yeah, is there a point, though, where you're moving on if, you know, you aren't getting any action? I think that's a question for you. When is the point that we need to move on if we're, if we're continuously trying to put ourselves out there? 
we're still in the hangout stage. So, I mean, the whole point of the hangout stage is the stepping stone for the thing and then the dating stage. So, I mean, some girls will wait for a label because they feel safer. I mean, if you're in the hangout stage for a long time and the guy isn't wanting to kind of put a label on it, I think that's more concerning than... I think a lot of girls will wait for that label. So, it is kind of on the guy to progress the relationship past the hangout, maybe into the thing, and then finally into dating. So, like... Like, if this is the single guys asking a question, like, what is it about labels that girls love and, like, prefer to have? Like, it, it just question. seems like something that's, like, been prevalent in all dating history. Like, it's just the concept of the label. Like, just kind of walk us through that because I feel like it's yeah complex. So, the idea of a label is it is more for, like, if we're being exclusive, if you're willing to call me your girlfriend, tell your friends. The only thing that sometimes guys do is they're super private about who they're talking to and that can be concerning for a girl. And girls will get suspicious of, hey, why aren't you telling your friends that we're hanging out or talking? So, I mean, the girl just feels more safe with a label. It's a real relationship and I think that will help with her comfort level as well. So do you think the girl needs to communicate it? Like, because for me, I... A label doesn't necessarily mean as much to me as to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like what is a college label? A college label? Good question. I think the real official... I mean, you can be talking, you can be thinking, you can be hanging out. There's so many other terms, and I don't consider those to be labels. Yeah. And I think the girlfriend, boyfriend, dating for reals is the label... I know a lot of people don't want to label in college because this is a time to have fun. This is a time to meet people, which is a very fair argument. But, uh, yeah, I understand why a lot of girls, including me, do value a label. Is because, I mean, you can be so much more open with a guy and comfortable with a guy when there is that label. And I don't want him talking to other girls. So, so is it more so, reassuring? It is re more reassuring, but also I think even when you're in a thing, that doesn't stop the guy from, you know, doing other stuff. Same yeah. with talking, same with hanging out. And I think putting the girlfriend, boyfriend label. And, you know, that isn't for everyone in college. But I think, like, the label also doesn't stop some guys, too, though. That is a whole different issue. <laughs> like. That raises the question, if you have a thing with a girl and you are talking to some, is that cheating? If you. <sighs> That's I think the until the comment on that the, label, it's just so so fluffy. Like it, it's just weird. I feel like like there's never really been an established like. First of all, when is like your time frame for wanting to put a label on something? Like when is the point where it's like, all right, this has gone too long of not being a label. This needs to be a label. Mm. Like it's like to the point where you're like, look, yeah. dude, like almost like ultimatum time. Like you either do this or I'm out. I would say we talk for month or two we think for another month or so and then i mean in call i i would say after three months if you're not claiming me then i am starting to get a little concerned i that's am fair. that's fair because if you're not claiming me right then in the, and i'm not of value enough for you to put this label on then what are you telling your friends and you i'm not one of those girls that, i mean you don't have to put me in your bio you don't have to make a whole big scene and post me everywhere but the label does make me feel safe all right moving on to our next type of hookup that is the thing so a thing to me, and you guys can correct me on this one, means that you're not official, but you're exploring something. So you're pretty exclusive with each other. Would you guys agree with that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you have a thing with multiple people? No. No. 
No, would that be cheating? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so at this point, are you guys expecting to be hooking up? Oh, yeah. yeah. If not, it was. It probably happened before for it to be a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, like. I think it's yeah. it's happened at least once. Sure. Really? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. For a thing in college? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. 100%. Oh, you guys are on. I don't know. Here's my of... thing, though. I don't think you have to do, like, everything to know if you're physically compatible to be a thing. Yeah, not. Uh, I'm just saying, like, typically, if you I... see someone who has a thing, like, oh, they have a thing, they, then yeah. they've probably. So do you think it's, like, it's a bad thing if you're doing that on a thing no well do you think once you get to the label is when you get to the home run um for some people yes but it's this is also very hard in college because i know the label of girlfriend like i could never have a boyfriend in college just because time wise that's so difficult yeah so i mean i don't think i could yes you i can. think i would be if the worst girlfriend enough. i think i would be the worst girlfriend in college because i'm so busy and for you, like, I don't think you should give somebody the time of day if they're going to be upset with you for being so busy. Yeah. Like, that's, like... I would just feel so bad, though. Like, like, I feel like I would want to be a good girlfriend, but I would be... Like, girlfriends require give the guy attention, you know? I, I mean, think the right guy is knowing what he's signing up for. Yeah. You're right. And it goes both ways. Like, it, there's some days that... That guy might be have to be the better boyfriend than you are the girlfriend that day, and that's totally okay. That's facts. And that's I th- that's and a I good th- one. Yeah, AJ? like it's. I think it's that comes with dating. Like it's it's accepting each other's lifestyles and like genuinely loving that about each other and loving that you are so hardworking and you play volleyball and you do this podcast and you're always busy and you're always grinding. Like that's just something that I think you need to look for. Make sure guys that are okay with. Your grind. Facts. Lainey, think about this. How weird would it be if you had a boyfriend mm-hmm. that was always just bored sitting around the house? That's unattractive, right? That would be so unattractive. Right? So yes. imagine from our perspective, as a guy, like let's say the guy who's dating you and you just sit around the house all day and you're like, oh, are you out from work yet? Like you haven't texted me in a while. Like that, that sucks. Yeah. So like a busy girl is the best girl. That's good insight, you guys. So uh, going back to kind of the thing aspect of hooking up uh how do you even know if it's a thing or not that is the golden question yeah. isn't it it is I, it's so weird to like th- i couldn't imagine having that conversation this old like are i, you, I we, we say this thing? old we're all 20 but like like it just seems weird like hey are we a thing like does no, that just agree to it just yeah. sounds wrong so great school it. but like at the same time it does have to happen yeah i you, feel you like you need to have that communication and know where both of you guys are at for sure yeah agreed know. no i've had that i mean it is like kind of a, kind of a weird combo but i have yeah. experience where like i've been in a thing or at least i thought i was in a thing and i mean on the other guy's perspective it was not a thing so it is kind of i guess that is all communication have either of you guys ever hooked up with a coworker? no i've never had a <laughs> real job so yeah well, that was boring. I wanted that to be more fun. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> no. 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 Oh. No, I was thinking. Golf but course? There's no. I really thought I was going to meet some, like, hottie with a body at the golf course. But, I mean, they're all too old. <laughs> is the, I, I is was, the cat calling pretty, like. That's very much a real thing. Yeah. Especially when it gets hot outside and I wear my tennis skirt. That, that's probably the thing I hate more than, like, anything. 
right now what, in this cat world. Calling? Yeah, I just think oh, it's so goodness. disgusting. You tell your it's friend terrible. Riley Noah that. Like, it's just <laughs> so. Kind of my next next question is: uh, Does it matter to you if a girl hooks up with lots of guys? Like previous before you. Previous before you. So like, I'm just trying to think if I was to be approaching this, because mm-hmm. like for me, I've I was hers, her first. She was my first. So it's like that love. That's what it is. It's love. Even. Yeah. I'm so yeah. Jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's definitely really a really nice feeling to have. <sighs> man, this, John, you take this one, man. This is this is a tough one. I don't know. I've never really been able to figure out this question. I hate the whole body count thing. I, I just Facts. don't like it. I think that people should be free to do what they want to do without worrying about being in the later future. Oh, this person might not like that. Blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it, it's not that big of a deal in my opinion. Like it, what happened in the past is the past. Move on. We're here. What we're if here it's, what if it's 20 plus? No, 20. Just I don't even 20. want to know the number. You don't want to know. You're not going to ask her? No. Do you what ever want to know the number? Safety-wise. Safety-wise? Yeah, I'm just saying. Would you ever, That's if there was argument. like, let's go, okay, let's do another scenario. If it's like 10 dudes and you know the number, is there ever going to be a point in time where you're going to be like, yo, can I just know who they were? Or do you not want to know? I think if I knew it would do more bad than good. I ref- I would not want to know. Yeah, I don't. Oh. What? Yeah, no. I don't want to know. Would you want to know? Oh, my gosh. I want to know the answer to everything. I am yeah, the first lady, person. Come on. You knew Lady Yeah, come know. on. I'm asking oh. every question <laughs> All ever. All the interrogation. Yeah. Yes. that's. I love asking questions, and I, so I like hearing get, the answers. You don't but. get bothered? You wouldn't, you wouldn't get bothered by the answer. What if it was a girl oh, that will. you already didn't like? I totally will, and <laughs> I am. <laughs> so it's a deal breaker for you then? Yes, it is yeah. a deal breaker for me a lot of times. And that's mean, fair. That's fair. That's why trying to date someone in college is so that weird. Is That's what I was telling you. Issue. I it's mean, everyone has. I mean, even the cute guys I'm finding. I mean, it's either a teammate or a friend or a roommate or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone knows everyone here. You go out on a weekend, and 98% of the people you see, you already know. Yeah. Like yeah. you know them personally. Like mm-hmm. you've yeah. had memories with all of them. It's it's just too tightly wound. I feel like yeah. to really try to settle down here versus mm-hmm. out in the world you've had your life in college they've maybe had their life in college and it's just two two worlds kind of coming together i feel like yeah yeah ethan you're making me excited for the real world with more <laughs> guys outside of ellensburg um how do you know if a hookup is exclusive i don't know if you do know i think that just remains unknown yeah until again that conversation happens is that a weird conversation to have is that like if a girl comes up to you is like, hey, are you? am I the only one you're hooking up with? Do you think that's a fair question to ask? Yeah, definitely. And you would appreciate that. Yeah, it definitely would be a hard conversation to have. but Especially like, if you, she was not the only person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you'd be in a little bit of trouble. What but. would it take for you to stop hooking up with other people for this one hookup? Like everything's just flow, nothing's forced. Then I start to think about I could definitely potentially see a future with you. Because, like, when I'm going back to the labels thing, like, mm-hmm. if I'm putting a label on something, like, I'm dating to marry somebody. Like, I'm not oh, just going to wow. call you. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going to call you my girlfriend just because you want me to call you my girlfriend. Like, it's, it's going to be a, something that I am passionate about and could definitely see my life revolving around you and each other. Because you're talking about dating to marry. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's still people who date? 
in college, but they have that casual mindset to it. Like, oh, we're just, you know, we're just kind of dating. Are those, yeah. what, what do you feel about that? That's yeah. such a good question. I, that definitely happens everywhere. And I just, I don't like that. Really? That's my favorite kind. I've been told, I have been told that a person doesn't want to date because they're dating to marry. And I mean, what I understood from what he told me is that I was not marriage material. Ouch. And oh my gosh. Have I, I've never been so offended. Because first of all, that's the only thing I live by. You know, like I may be a lot of things, but you know, I would consider myself marriage material. Also, 100%. Anytime I do anything semi wifey material, I will send him a snap to prove it. That, hey, look at this wifey material. If we're talking about that move specifically, mm-hmm. like that was, that's such a good, like we're talking about how we like when girls make that first move or those comments like that. Like guys love that. Yeah. That'll pull me in for sure. Like it's, I feel like it's just so much respect to the girl when they actually say like bold statements or like anything that's like flirtatious. Like it's like, oh, wow. Okay. I feel like for a lot of guys, that's a thing. To be fair, those snaps I send are probably less about flirting and more about just defending my honor. But good to know I should add a little bit more boldness to my game. Um, what kind of hookup is the most difficult to turn into relationship? Oof. I mean, like, you barely even know the person. Like, that's... There's not really much going on after that. Yeah. I feel like that's like, something. That's that, that's the definition of a one night stand for me. That's something that will most likely not develop. Yeah. So the but one we, night stand is the most difficult to turn into a relationship. Yeah, where we don't really know each other. Well, there are even more categories of hookups that we didn't even get to. You've got backup hookups, secret hookups, ex hookups. In fact, I've got a fun story about JJ's ex. I'll have to tell sometime. But uh. Thanks, guys, for coming on. I really appreciate you guys being here. It was really great to get the perspective of both a single guy and a guy who's been in a long-term relationship. Do you guys have fun? Oh, yeah. This was dope. This was a fun episode. The topic of hooking up is, I think, top tier. One of my favorite episodes so far. I think you got to bring us back for the next one and then the next one. Round three might be with JJ again, yeah? Need it. Uh, Well... Tune in next week where we'll have a different panel of guys, maybe. I know I said that last week, but we'll <laughs> see if JJ makes another appearance. And we'll cover the topic of relationships. Should be a fun one. So tune in next week. This is Looking for Love with Laney on 88.1 The Berg.